On June 5th, 1968, 42-year-old presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy was mortally wounded shortly after midnight at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. Of course, he had just won the presidential primary, beating Eugene McCarthy, and of course, he was on his way to Chicago, and his last words were, go on to Chicago and let's win there. But he was shot dead, allegedly by Sirhan Sirhan, a lone nut assassin, driven mad by Senator Kennedy's pro-Israeli policies. That's the official narrative. Of course, Sirhan Sirhan himself was convicted of that murder the following year, at April 1969. His sentence was commuted in 1972, when the penalty was declared unconstitutional by the California Supreme Court. He's been denied parole 15 times. He's still in prison for that murder. There's a lot of problems with it. Sirhan Sirhan was a Palestinian Christian. His motivations were supposedly because of Robert Kennedy's support for Israel, which is ironic. The Kennedys supported Palestinian right of return, and it was Robert Kennedy himself that was pushing to inspect Demona for nuclear weapons, supported Algerian independence. The Israelis hated the Kennedys. He was definitely there, and he definitely had a gun, so it seems like a closed case. Here's a guy hiding in the kitchen, where somehow he knew he was going to exit through the kitchen with a gun. He fired it. It was witnessed by everyone who was there. And so it seems like, well, that could be it. The thing is, his gun only held eight bullets and there were 13 shots. He hit five people and then Kennedy was hit three times. There's a bullet in the ceiling, but then there's a couple more bullets embedded in the door. And this has all been gone through with the forensic evidence with the police, etc. that there are at least 13 shots. There's acoustic evidence of that as well. But what they're saying there is... They can hear 13 shots, and then after that, all the screams from the crowd, so you can't tell if they're any more after that. And an eight-shot revolver, 22 caliber, cannot fire that many times. Then you look at the coroner evidence and the police examiner's evidence of Robert Kennedy himself, and he had powder burn marks on his head. And so the fatal shot under his right ear was from inches away. And you have witnesses who saw a man behind Kennedy with his gun drawn and firing it. When you start really looking into the case, you understand why there's a cover-up and who actually shot him, and that Sirhan Sirhan was not a lone gunman. Torn out of the page of kind of the MKUltra Patsy assassins that go there and fire a gun off and have someone else to, you know, deliver the coup de grace. Their tactic was one person sort of publicly firing and drawing all the attention and the one that's going to get arrested, but another person that makes sure the fatal shot goes through. With Kennedy, they all used 22 caliber shells. The ballistics didn't match when the bullets pulled out of the door and the ones pulled out of Kennedy's body could not have been fired from the same gun. Robert had always left his brother's death alone, but he was so distraught. Early, he just accepted what the Warren Commission had to say. But a year before he died, he sent an aide down to talk to Garrison in Louisiana. A week before he died, and he spent two hours in Oxnard, California, checking on a reported lead into his brother's death. And then within seven days, he was shot himself. So he was looking into his brother's assassination. He was starting to figure it out. Hoffa, who's a Chicago guy, still willing to work with Carmine. This is how badly they all had interest in getting rid of RFK, especially when he started investigating his brother's death. But more so, too, they did not want him to become president because he had been prosecuting them. Mickey Cohen actually ran a gambling operation out of the Ambassador Hotel where Robert was shot. Robert Kennedy was investigating Sirhan Sirhan's lawyer for his mafia ties. This is all one big happy family. There's a man named Frank Donnaramas street name was Henry Ramastella. He was a Jersey mobster. He befriended Sirhan because Sirhan used to go to the Santa Ana racetrack all the time and then he worked at the Del Mar racetrack which is a hotbed of who's who mobster gambler including Hoover and 
Frank hired Sirhan, and Sirhan was working at Corona Breeding Farm just a couple years before he allegedly kills Robert Kennedy all by himself with his eight-shot revolver that shot 13 times. He's working at a horse breeding farm for the mob. He's also in debt to the mob. Then his lawyers are all mobsters. Carmine and Hoffa were discussing was a contract to kill RFK a week before he was killed. The guy that actually shot RFK is named Thane Eugene Caesar. He was a cop working for Ace Security, the U.S. National Bank of San Diego subsidiary that John Alessio was a director for. So who's who of the worst people we've ever heard of in the mob? But Alessio, very famous California mobster, they had created this thing, Ace Security, who was in charge of guarding Robert. Thane is a last-minute replacement. He's witnessed firing his gun, screwed up and even admitted that at radio shows. If you look at the death photos of Robert Kennedy, you'll notice something in his hand. There's a necktie, and it's Thane's clip-on necktie that Robert pulled off of him as he was dying. That cop was right behind him, has a gun, was seen shooting the gun. There's burn marks on Robert's head. The witnesses said he shot it western style from the hip. That's why Robert gets hit all on the right side three times and the death shot of him behind his right ear. But he also had a 22 caliber gun. He said, oh no, I sold that one three months ago. But then they got the bill of sale. He actually sold it in September of that year. Three months after shooting Robert, not three months before. Everything around the entire event is mafia related who Robert Kennedy was prosecuting. And that just gets completely ignored. 